Boom, we are back for another episode of AlphaCast. I'm Mike Winner, and I'm here as always with the illustrious boomer, Dr. Bear Paul Lando, coming to you live and direct from the great state of Jefferson, where freedom still reigns supreme here on the gorgeous azure waters of the Smith River, uh, where the rain hasn't stopped for what it feels like months. Uh, but that's what we get in the lower Pacific Northwest. And we're not complaining because it is lush and flowing. And I know, Bear, you uh, said you had to do some deep Wim Hofing a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was intense. You know, my, my water pump uh, kind of washed away and I had to literally submerge into a just raging river. You know what it's like right now. And man, it's beyond Wim Hof cold. Uh, but I braved it out. And uh, I thought Deb was going to have to go down to the river mouth of the ocean and pick me up, you know, about 30 miles away there. Uh, that's amazing. Just you and the steelhead kicking it down in there. In uh, the steelhead. And huge fish are breaching right now. It's incredible. Steelhead? Oh, yeah. Yeah, steelhead uh, salmon. Yeah. Smith River has one of the, well, it's like one of the only in California for sure, uh, like thriving uh, wild steelhead rivers because we uh, are undammed and we don't have any farm uh, fisheries anymore, any hatcheries. And so it's all wild um, and it's uh, really fun. That's like, my, that's my favorite fish to catch, even though over the last few years, I haven't been doing it because I've got like a moral qualm around torturing fish that I can't eat uh, because they don't let you um, keep them. Uh, but uh, when I say they, but I mean, we live, we live remote, uh, <laughs> away from all interlopers that would tell us that we can't eat the fish out of our own front yard. So, uh, we don't need no stinking licenses. And, uh, if you want to get out there and catch some fish, you better hurry. Cause my bear neighbors are beating you to it. Uh, when I go down the river, every time, uh, the shoreline is strewn with, uh, fish carcasses from the bear. Right. Oh, so they're a, having a ball. They're having a blast. Yeah. Um, well, we're here today with Cal Washington. Very exciting. I just invited Cal to come out to Music and Sky. If you haven't heard, we announced it June 20th through the 24th in Mendocino County. Uh, it's going to be a blast. A huge village of sorts we're creating. The tickets will be dropping very shortly. You can sign up for volunteer shifts for discounts. Uh, and we want to make this, we're making this as affordable for everybody. This is our full family camp out. Bear Landa will be one of the keynote speakers. He was supposed to be last year and couldn't make it due to fires. Uh, so that is going to happen this year because uh, it's in June. And also we are commanding the elementals to not bring fire to us, even if the synthetic evildoers try to use their technology. We are more powerful than that, and we will deny them that opportunity this year, Bear. Uh, so be it. So be it. Right on. Uh, so Cal Washington with us today, CEO of InPower. He's returning to AlphaCast to share his continuing journey traversing the legal commercial theater, securing life, liberty, and property for all through accountability. There is a growing concern over 5G technologies, quote-unquote smart meters, uh, dumb meters, make you dumb meters, geoengineering and coercive medical practices that carry tangible risks affecting our health and safety for the sake of profit and control whereas petitions prote protests attending public hearings and costly class action lawsuits has had little to no effect 
The in-power notice of liability is definitely getting the attention of bureaucratic interlopers with demonstrable success. Cal will give us the ins and outs of how to commence the notice of liability, applicable situations for its use, and contrasting it with other legal processes. Most important is the support afforded to members of the culturally, governmentally, and geographically diverse in-power community that shares a common bond, the need to have authority over one's health and home. Regardless of where you live in the world today, people have fewer choices when it comes to certain technology and services and often have no choices when it comes to medical interventions with no recourse for bodily harm. Above all, we'll highlight the fact that this is indeed a spiritual journey toward the realization that we have choice in all matters of our life, while our creator is the only true quote-unquote authority. Berlando, take it away, my friend. Thank you. And if you'll indulge me in a smart meter story very quick, in my prior farm experience before we moved up here, we were half on the grid on, on, on that farm down there. And I came home one day and there was a truck with a couple guys putting a smart meter on the side of the barn. And I actually had a notice up, you know, with my old analog meter, like, don't you dare. And uh, so I caught him in the act and I just drove in and then chain linked the, the gate behind me so they couldn't get out and I wouldn't let them leave until they took it off. Uh, the supervisor, who is a dryer driver, uh, promptly rolled up his windows and locked all the doors and sent his young assistant out there to change the meter because he knew I meant business and I wouldn't let him <laughs> go until they took it away. They did. And, uh, you know, I lucked out because I caught him in the act. But, you know, you don't have to take anything from these folks. So anyway, Cal, um, you know, first, Cal, I want to start off by and I sincerely mean this by just saying thank you, because, you know, what you are doing is making such a huge difference and uh, your efforts and just your commitment to the rest of us to find solution, uh, you know, out of these times we're in. It, it really, you know, it really uh, means a lot to me. And I shared with you the last time we talked that, you know, we started poking the bear back in the 70s, uh, just a handful of us. And a lot of us paid dearly, myself included, went through some pretty intense times, but we had to test the waters and see if some things we thought were actually true. And now, you know, for me to just go on the internet and see your website up there with these technologies and communities of people that are not just uh, understanding what we understood back then, but have taken it, you know, several levels beyond so that, um, you know, uh, it's just, it, it really touches me and I, I thank you. So, and also thank you for being with us today. And what we're gonna talk about is uh, notice of liability, holding the creature class accountable for their actions. Uh, kind of like uh, what my dad used to say me when, to, to me when I was growing up, you know, think about your actions. So we're making them think about their actions and it's awesome. So, um, I'll leave this a little bit open and maybe uh, you can start off by just telling us, you know, what you're up to and, uh, you know, kind of segue uh, more into details about it from there on. Because uh, this is also something that my uh, community, our Alpha Veda community is, is very, very much enthused here. So thanks again, Cal. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to be here, uh, you know, and, and thanks for the thanks and thanks for the eloquent 
introduction. Can I get a copy of that? <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost you. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So it, it's not just me. I want to make that clear. Like, um, there's a there's a uh, very talented group who have are behind this as well. Like, it looks like it's me, but it's not. So uh, I just want to make that clear that there's a lot of other people involved, and they're very very skilled in what they do, and they've uh, offered their time and their and their talents to make this thing happen because it's. It's a it's a huge undertaking, and so there are other people that you just don't you don't really see them too much, but uh, they're there, and um, and we wouldn't be anywhere without that. So just want to make that clear. And yeah, it's we. You know, I think the last time I was on here, we were still in the we're about to launch, or we're hoping to launch at some you know point in time, and uh, and you know all these setbacks and everything. Well, we've been launched for over a year, and. Um, and the documents started going out and people started stepping down. So, you know, and it seems to be increasing. Um, we had a lot of members come in because they're interested in what we're doing, but there still was this a little bit of hesitation on actually sending the documents. So we had uh, a relatively low percentage of people actually engaged. A lot of people are coming and learning and interacting and which is all good. But uh, so we wanted to, help people get over that hump and so we came up with the idea of of a wave where we kind of help people through together um where they're all kind of doing it at the same time not you know they're all over the all over the world but um there's a little bit of uh, you feel a little bit more safe when when you know others are doing it with you right so so we did we did one wave just for for um uh, australia and new zealand that was the first one we learned from that. Then we did a test one just before Christmas and we're about to do our next one at the end of this month, which is where we're really pushing it. And we're going to keep pushing until the dam breaks. That's, this is it. Like we're, we're going for it. Fantastic. So uh, maybe for the folks that aren't yet aware, I, I guess maybe we'll just go right into uh, the main technology, which is notice of liability and maybe explain a little bit what that means. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, a number one notice, and that's a very important word in multiple jurisdictions. So that's that key key number one. It is a notice, and so somebody has to pay attention to a notice. You're saying notice this, or something might happen to you. So you're giving uh, you're giving notice. So it's a notice of liability. In other words, the notice. If you don't pay attention to this notice, you may be held liable. So you should probably pay attention. So that's that's the premise of it. Then we're doing kind of um, like the letters that we get from them. Sorry to interrupt. Ex ex it's exactly the same thing. We, it's available to us too through the common law, through um, through commerce, and through spiritual law. You you can you can settle with your brother on the way, like it's a biblical principle. So it's it's that's what it is, and we're we're doing it on four major things which mike brought up during the the eloquent intro it's smart meters 5g vaccinations and the spraying in the air and what we found i found this on the smart meters initially because that's where we started uh because josh came and asked me if there was something i could do to counter it because he was explaining the problem but there was no solution and so i looked at what they were doing and i went oh they're giving notice and they're using tacit agreement. 
because you're not you're not saying anything. Okay, you've agreed. So there, I could see what they were doing. I was, you know, adept at that. So I went, all we have to do is switch that around and say, we will agree if you can prove that they're safe. And so that's the premise of it. Things spread. Now we're into 5G um, vaccinations and the spraying in the air. And these are all commercially done. You'll notice during COVID, that's where it really focused. Vaccines have been going on for a while, but you can see that nobody was forced to do it. They were coerced and uh, maybe threatened and all that, but you still had to voluntarily take it. Like you had to make that choice. And so they're using that same thing. It's all commercial. And you've noticed that they they used ads on TV and, and all kinds of commercial processes to sell the idea of this of this thing and even sell the idea of the the disease that it was supposed to be um uh getting rid of so it's all commercial but they're weapon they are weapons being deployed commercially so we have them in their cleverness we can flip this around like an aikido move and say we will accept your offer if you can prove it's safe you can never prove a weapon is safe because it's designed to, to kill steal or, or destroy and so and if you can't prove that it's safe and you still deploy them in my vicinity, and my, my vicinity is quite large, which we'll get into, but, um, and my influence and my dependents are quite large. So if you are in their vicinity or my vicinity and you keep deploying this stuff, I'm going to charge you $20,000 know, a day or whatever, whatever fee you want. Do we have a deal? So it's just straight, <laughs> straight commerce. If you don't answer this, then you have agreed because that's exactly what they had just done to us on the very same uh, on the very same contract. So that's the premise of it. It's it's like an Aikido move or uh, feeding the snake its own tail, that kind of idea and, and creating that default situation. Amazing. So, of course, the way they perpetuate this is they have these actors that um, are acting on behalf of the beast and they feel like they have immunity and they can get away with anything to, you know, in order to preserve their own pension plan with the, with the agency. So um, are you guys going after people or let's just say noticing people, I should say in their personal capacity? We or, do both. Or, we do, we do okay. both. We catch them in mm -hmm. both. Yeah. So if you could explain that. Yeah. So it would be, uh, just for instance, uh, Joe Biden, the man acting as the president of the United States. And so it's both mm. that position. Mm -hmm. So if Joe Biden leaves the position, the, the notice stays with the position and the next person inherits, inherits, inherits it. And it also follows Joe Biden into whatever, wherever he goes as well, even if he goes into private life, because it, it follows him so as is that kind of a notice to agent uh, equals notice to principal concept? Yeah, that's partly it. It's what that does is send it further up the chain to people mm -hmm. that, that are hard to um, ascertain who they are. As you get up the pyramid, the the players at, at the top levels are really hard to to know who they are. Some of them you can tell, but a lot of them you don't. They're very hidden and uh, they're in control. So all of that liability goes up 
the chain to that. So even if this person doesn't have enough money to cover the liability, principal, all the way up to the all-seeing eye at the top of the dollar bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, I can see how that could be very effective if you're maybe holding a doctor liable that is, uh, you know, claiming the authority to say you have to do this or whatever. Um, so what do we do when you've got like the U.S. Air Force up in the sky spraying us like bugs? We we have just it's not so much military. It's a lot of it's private. The military is doing some, but um, we have just for safety's sake of, of our claimants, because um, not everybody's up to speed on how to uh, deal with the world as it is we're trying to keep them protecting so mm -hmm. we're saying no military no police no judges don't send them to the to anybody with basically anybody with guns um mm -hmm. we don't want anybody getting uh in in more trouble than they can handle and we wouldn't be able to handle uh because of the you know just the geography being able to handle court cases here and there and all kinds of stuff so we just mm -hmm. we draw a line there not that 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 like what you're saying is valid, but we just want to keep our people safe. Yeah. And I say that just to, um, you know, insinuate that there, you know, there's such large operations uh, going on. Uh, and so maybe the, the game plan is to just act locally. And if everybody did the same in their various communities, then it's going to have a collective effect. Exactly. That's the, that's the goal here. It's like a dam and we're putting little, chinks in it everybody's doing their little chink and eventually this thing will breach and that's the end of it it'll collapse yeah i think we're seeing that already starting to happen so um can you share with us any uh you know stories as far as success and uh or or otherwise um you know just the kind of reactions you're getting from these folks that you're noticing well, the reactions that we're getting mostly is they're they're fiddling with the mail. They're trying to dodge the mail, which mm -hmm. <laughs> so the mail's actually we in most cases is going through, but they're fiddling with it on the computer end so we don't get confirmation of it. And this tells you something because if this document was was worthless, you would just accept it, read it, and just put it in the recycling. But they're not. They're trying to dodge it, which tells you they believe it's real at least. So, um, and these people are usually in CEO type positions. They're educated. They're, they're, you know, influential, uh, in some place, in some cases they're government agents. And, um, so they're doing that. And then we've had a couple, um, one incident in Belgium and one here, actually our notary where they, they threaten the notaries to stop mm. signing it, which they can't do because the notary is allowed to sign a test to any signature that you know, it's just, it's lawful, but they're, so they've done, they've gone that far. What we've seen yeah. is people stepping down from these positions, CEOs of utilities, um, heads of utility commissions. We've had three premiers in Australia and, and a previous prime minister just stepped down last week. He wasn't prime minister at the time, but he was prime minister during COVID. Um, he's mysteriously stepping down. Um, Lieutenant Governor in Ontario, um, uh, politicians all across Canada, um, numerous CEOs in Denmark, and then the Queen of Denmark on New Year's Eve uh, abdicated the throne. These people all got documents. Oh, amazing. Amazing.
Um, you know, notaries are very, very important. Um, and also uh, county recorders, people like that. You know, I was in a situation where a state actor tried to insinuate uh, an assessment of a type. And, uh, and I pointed out to the agency and to the agent that they didn't have the ability to do that. It wasn't within their reign of capabilities. And of course they do it anyway, but the way they get around it and, and make it quasi legal is they have the county recorder lodge it and then they let it cure for 30 days and then they come back and then get a certified copy of the recording from the recorder. And then they say, oh, that's proof. And uh, so I had a, a little skirmish that uh, was kind of fun and I, I succeeded. I actually served the county recorder and put an extreme amount of uh, pressure on her. And she knew that she was, you know, in hot water and her husband was going to lose her, his yellow and purple skidoo parked in the garage, including the garage. And uh, so he, she withdrew the recording and then the agency itself went away because they didn't have any have teeth to do their little scam. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's kind of a whole different matter, but it does kind of illustrate that there are ways that you can hold these people to the fire. That's exactly what what you just described is exactly what we're doing um, on a large scale. And we have the four um agendas that we call them um that are weapons that are the subject matter of that and they and that's the problem in their cleverness of deploying weapons of our demise and getting our agreement to it 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 opened up that door where we can now flip that around so this isn't standing armies coming through with tanks and everything you can't give notices of liability to to, to a situation like that it's just not going to work they're just going to uh, arrest you or shoot you right so None mm -hmm. of that would work, but the, because they're because they're trying to do this clever way of uh, going to the next war um, to reduce the population, we have the ability to actually counter it because it's all in commerce. So that's exactly what you did. They they did a uh, process similar where had you uh, understood that claim that they, when they cured something for thirty days, you could have you could have come in and rebutted it at that time. But you didn't, mm -hmm. so then it stood. And then, but then you you came afterwards, and, and it still worked. So this yeah. is exactly what we're doing. They have they're making claims and they're putting out offers, and we're not responding. So we're just teaching people how to respond and and put them on the poopy end of the stick. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a game of hot potato is really what we're doing here. Yep, that's exactly what it is. It's aikido. It's taking what their their mm -hmm. action their motion, their aggressiveness, and doing a quick move and they and their own actions make them stumble and fall. Right. And it's also a numbers game, you know, uh, again, back uh, way back when we were first starting to test the waters, there was a few of us so they could easily isolate us. And of course, we didn't know as much back then as you all know now. So we were a little vulnerable in a lot of ways. Uh, but now, you know, your community, which is what I love to see, it's a real community. And of course, it's growing in numbers. And that's what freaks them out the most is, uh, you know, if the peons actually start to get smart. Exactly. It's uh, and the community is a culture we're we're it's it has its own personality and we're and we're and and we're doing it with purpose 
not you know any kind of weird coercion but we're, we have a, we understand that the the group mind has to be a certain way right now the group mind is oh wear a mask and you know like uh, run around and get shots right so we're, we're creating a different group mind that will um that can move into a new era and function uh properly that you know it won't be perfect but it'll be uh, way better than the, the system we have now so we're we are conscious that of creating that culture the culture itself abhors anything that doesn't um fit so when people come in and start doing you know making nasty comments or whatever it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go it doesn't doesn't take off people are right. just like, uh no we don't really do that here and then the, the person kind of slinks away because they it's not they're not getting their what they're what they normally would get is that you know that interaction with that so the culture abhors the the um anything that's not the culture well the culture understands so, that in law and contract law which we're talking about here essentially equity is you must be an honor so yes. otherwise you're seen as a belligerent uh child <laughs> so um when you're in honor you're in peace that's what i love about the law and going into the private is you're waving the flag of neutrality because you understand the law is for all of us. It's to protect us all. It is inherent to the moral standards of, of the creator. And so <laughs> it's it's rational, it's universal. It is not based on your your emotions of from your senses. It's literally uh, immutable. And when your cult, the culture of in power and same with Alpha Vedic and Music and Skies, people are getting this. And when you're around those people, man, it's fun. Because everyone's super respectful of each other, but they're also uh, not cowering. Uh, they're not in fear. Um, they understand that it's all about equity, right? And and it's funny when we say equity, maybe some people and we might want to define that, Baron Cal, because uh, when we say equity, the of course the weffers, the mother weffers, the uh, the left, and everyone has hijacked that term in this sort of new woke um, idea of equality or um, debasing the real, what actual equity is. Um, but uh, I think it would be good for people to understand that. And we're going to be doing more shows on equity because it is supersedes common law, right? It is, it is the sort of what is the baseline for all of what we're talking about here. Um, Cal or Bear, uh, either one of you, would you like to give a definition of what actual equity and law means? Um, Cal. Take it away. Uh, well, to me, yeah, to me, I don't, I don't really buy into that. Equity is the is the thing because that's in a statute. That's where people go, and so I'm like, mm -hmm. well, just because a statute says it doesn't make it so. But equity mm -hmm. is important, um, in my opinion, from what I've seen of of law merchant, which is, um, and and then biblical principles. Equity is a mirror. They're all the saying the same thing in a different way. Really, that's what it comes down to. But all parties should be um, whole in any kind of dispute or any kind of transaction. That's, you know, boiling it right down. There should not be mm -hmm. anybody taking advantage of anybody else and nobody should be feel any kind of loss in any way. That That's mm -hmm. simple equity. Yeah. My, and the summer. Go ahead, Mike. No, you go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say to summarize uh, the community culture that you speak on is really about going to peace. 
And, you know, I, 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 I'm the first one to say I get frustrated as heck with these creatures. And, uh, but, you know, and I learned the hard way that you can't go into this angry because that's kind of my default mechanism, especially back in my younger years. But, and, and that's okay. There's other ways to deal with that. You know, I go hit the heavy bag or something and take it out on that. And, but when it comes to your process, uh, you know, it's really about going to peace because you can't come into peace if you're not into peace yourself. And um, well, any comments, but uh, the, the well, next I thing. Can say one if, thing if, on equity? Well, yeah, there? Mike, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say for me, equity, I've been doing a lot of thinking on this is it's self-ownership. It's what the creator or what ourselves as our as the divine creator related to that source has given ourselves, And it's the only thing we own is our inner self, is our inner knowing. We don't own anything else. We have possessions. We don't actually own those. So we don't. So enough. And that's true for everybody. So some other corporation, which uh, whether it's a government claiming power as a corporation or oh, these these, um, you know, uh, Verizon and uh, AT&T or whatever, these other corporations that are claiming ownership of the sky, they can't do that because uh, that is against the, the internal laws of equity. So all we have to do is notice them on that. Right. And when we do that, we basically it's like this essentially a non that goes to the non-aggression principle as well. You are trespassing against me um, by assuming ownership of creation of nature, which you cannot own. <laughs> no. And uh, on page one of the Bible, it says we have the dominant position. We have dominion over over the land, air and sea. So that's the contract that so we have that in our document and so that's ours like uh, sorry you cannot do that like that's we're we're the stewards of that you know going with what mike said we don't own it but we have the the dominant position we say what goes in the sky and it's not that stuff that you're spraying we, we don't want it anymore we don't want this technology this unsafe technology technology is, is great because it's made life convenient but not at the risk of harming our bodies or our spirits or um or anything you know anything to do with us or or the or the the substrate itself the planet and um so we we have to change this and we have we're the ones that have to do it we have to come forward with that claim just like bear said they put that little thing out there they're spraying in the air anybody saying anything oh they're going to and doing a class action lawsuit oh okay well, that, that's our judge in there, you know, right? You know, you know that, right? Oh, well, you don't know that. Okay, well, that's your problem. Or yeah, it's well, or you're it's not. A, what we're, we're seeing not in New doing Hampshire. it right. So they let us do all these things, and knowing that it, it's not going to go anywhere. So we have to rise above and figure out who we are in this reality, this reality bubble, whatever this earth is, no matter what shape it is, and um, and take that position, take our claim, and state it very clearly. And the reality will change if we do that. Like it's God is on the side, but he needs that claim to come forward. He cannot just supersede this. He can, has the ability to do it, but he's, he's bound himself. So this is, this is the thing. We have to understand that and we have to unbind him if you want to put it that way. And yeah, we the, can do this. The point of being here is to have purpose. And when you have purpose, you do work. And if we do not do the work, then we get what is coming to us. Exactly. <laughs> by default, it's all by default. It's all by them making a claim and we don't uh, come and rebut it.
It's it's that simple. It's complex, but it's it's that it's that's the simplicity of it. Soon as we do it, and we and the and the real dominant steward comes forward, they have to stand down. They have to. We're just not doing it. And so we're doing it every other way. And they've taught us all these, these ways, but they're all inside that box. We're not dealing with it at, at the core level. And so empower is a, is a way of helping people to understand that and come and come from wherever they are, because you can't be in a wrong spot and just keep understanding more and more so you can figure out who you are. And, and anger, it was very it, encouraging. Go ahead. Yeah, anger is actually no, uh, anger is actually a good transition emotion there. So you don't want to exactly. stay in anger. That's that's just going to eat you yeah. up. But, but it will move you out of fear. If you're angry, fear disappears. Like fear is absolutely debilitating. So you you don't want to stay in fear. You got to move. You got to take some action or something to you know leapfrog you out of that and into into the more positive uh peaceful loving you know uh emotions but, but anger is a is a is a place that gets you out of that yeah sometimes getting pissed off a little bit you know gets you moving gets you you know awake and um i i see a lot of people in every country now going through that transition at the moment because they're starting to figure out what's going on which brings me to uh just the next point about in power is you're very internationally uh situated and uh the question with that is since we're dealing with different governments uh geographically um i think i know the answer to this but uh, do the processes uh seem to conform universally to whatever jurisdiction people find themselves in well the agendas do and that's why we stick to those four the vaccines are identical here in vancouver uh, as in mm -hmm. california as in as in denmark as in hong kong the 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 smart meters are identical everywhere the 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 5g right. is like so that's why we go with those because they're that's not a variable that just stays constant so we don't and have the to fact deal that with it's that. a unilateral world corporations now we're dealing with <laughs> that's and that's what we say right at the beginning the very first statement of, of as to why we're doing this is there appears to be a worldwide agenda to deploy smart meters or whatever the you know whatever the agenda is on your on your document that's that's the almost premise. like a conspiracy that's the premise it looks and and we <laughs> say it looks like we don't say there is one it looks like appears to be so you tell me it's not, and then we're we're good. Yeah. So it's kind so, of so. Um, what I was going. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I think I might have a little bit more of a delay here with my modem today. So forgive me if I talk over any of you guys. But oh, go you're ahead. good. You're good. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, my prior question was more about the bureaucracies and just different jurisdictions around the world, and uh, so your process is uh, you haven't found any exceptions anywhere uh, in the world where the processes aren't uh, applicable? No, mm -hmm. uh, and we haven't gone into every country, but uh, we have a document being written for Hong Kong, uh, Malaysia. Before, when we first started, it was just North America, and then it kind of morphed into the Commonwealth countries. You know, Australia kind of came on and a little bit in, in UK and, and then 
some people in uh, in the EU wanted to do it, and I went, oh, well, now we got to switch to civil law, right? Because there's a whole other. So we had to do right. a lot of work. But once you do that work, it's re it's it it it's um, you can repeat it. So each country, mm -hmm. we have to go through their constitutional laws, their statutes, and everything, and get what is applicable. But then once you do one, like with smart meter, all of those laws work for vaccines basically you know you might have to make a couple changes so once you do one it's kind of cookie cutter but it, there is still a lot mm -hmm. of work but we try and streamline it and and the four agendas is what really helps because we're never having to deal with some other thing right mm -hmm. yeah, i get a lot of questions i get a lot of questions from our canadian friends and i just say hey i don't live in the northern colony so i don't i've never done any process up there so you know, I say, I don't know. All I know is, you know, what I've done in the Southern colonies. Yeah. Um, so are you yeah, so there's that... just a little bit of a learning curve, but fortunately we've got people like yourself that are kind of paving the way for folks in different jurisdictions. Yeah. And there's others. It's not just me and, and it's not even just in power. The, the, the members themselves some come, come with knowledge of their area or even their area of expertise. And so there's a lot of more information going on than just the notice of liability. And people are learning from each other and and being encouraged by others' experiences. Because if you don't know what somebody's doing, you know, a, you know, a lady in, in Halifax got a, a, a debt zeroed out. Well, you would never hear about that, but you're hearing about it now. It's like, oh, if she can do it, well, why, why can't I do it? So it, it's, it's a good melting pot to get a lot of information, like real information uh, of people who are on the ground. And, you know, I've been asked, there was something going around the internet that the, the Chinese were in Stanley Park, which is a big park in, in the middle of my city. And, and, and people, it's going around. And I'm like, there's nobody in Stanley Park. But I'm right here. I can I can go. No, if it was there, you 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 know they can't hide in there. It's not happening. And so mm -hmm. when things are, when I see stuff in the in the um, in the news or even on on alternative news, I can go to a one of our members who lives there. No, it's not happening. It's more like this. I was just there. You know that 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 kind of thing. You have real people that you know and and trust on the ground in in all these places. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. So it seems like the tide is really shifting up in Canada. They're pretty strong now, right? Yeah, it's shifting everywhere in the world, though. Like it, it really is. It's mm -hmm. it, it is coming apart. So, mm -hmm. what you're, I, I, I want to get a little deeper into the process, and maybe we could even use my current situation as an example to help educate folks who are like, what are they talking about in terms of noticing? Um, first, there's no help for you in your situation, Mike, <laughs> man, I, beyond help. Um, <laughs> but that being said, of uh, I know we, and guys, it might be good too. If you haven't listened to the first, uh, alpha cast we did with Cal uh, a few years ago to give a little bit more of the sort of ground, uh, information on the, the notice process, but just to, just to kind of review that again, what we're talking about one is there's a management class, a managerial class <laughs> that is really the, the ones that are allowing the evil to continue or quote unquote evil because they are just putting forth the these practices against, you know, uh, are, you know, uh, without us noticing in them, 
right? As you were saying, tacit acceptance. So we, what we're doing is we're, we're, we're first going to them, right? The managerial class, the ones that are actually putting forth the, whether they the CEOs or CFOs or people in these corporations, but then also we're noticing- The people you used to hate in high school. <laughs> um, and then that is, and essentially by doing that, um, we are putting them on notice and is that now a conditional acceptance? Yeah, a conditional acceptance, and and then the and really what we are also using commerce because we are billing them for this time, right? And so we're really hitting them where it hurts, where they really care about most, which is their pocketbook. Is that correct, Hill? That's exactly what it is. The, all the agendas, all four of those agendas, and any bad thing that, that anybody can think of that's happening in the world, money's involved with it. Like the, yeah. you, there is nothing bad happening where money isn't uh, the, the it, root of it or the or the catalyst that make it happen. And ironically, that quote unquote money is just a debt instrument that is literally collateralized by us, by our straw man. Ex exactly. <laughs> and, it, and it's represented by a piece of pa paper with ink on it. Yeah. So that said, once you understand law merchant, like the ancient law merchant and, um, you know, some of the things that we teach you will start to understand that that bill that we are sending them for on that daily fee is money. And everybody goes, well, how are you going to collect? You don't have to collect. They're not collecting. Half the most of the debt instruments in the world are not collectible, but they're still assets in, in all this, this mess. It's a debt based. Um, it's, it's like a Ponzi in a way, but it's, it's, it's it's a never ending debt system that's based on ignorance. Exactly. So what we're doing is go stop being ignorant. Here's how it works. I'm not saying agree with it, but here's how it works. You send him a bill. The bill is the money. Oh, yep. so <laughs> with, with that in mind, we've, you know, we like, we've been open for just over a year and the first documents kind of went out about a year ago, January, and we hit $1 billion in, in September. Just around the time I saw you in in um, in Florida, we hit the next billion dollars towards the end of November, and we hit the next billion dollars just like this past week. Wow! So we're up to three billion dollars in bills. And I think if we do this right, it will go exponential. Yes, it will, and that is all money according to their statutes, laws, law merchant. Like it's. They cannot refute it. And, you know, just a little point that I know we all get, but it's worth mentioning is that if somebody offers you, makes an offer to you and like presents a bill, if they created the bill, they own it unless they can get you to accept it. Correct? Yes. And in other words, they, they own the liability. So they really have to get you to accept it. Otherwise it's back in their lap. But it, once you read the Bills of Exchange Act and go way back, because none of this was written down, all the law merchant. It was all merchant class. You got to understand mm -hmm. that. Yeah. They were a caste section, yeah. like nobles, knights, clergy, royals. There was the class of merchants. And they were all wink, 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 nudge, nudge. I'm going to write you this thing that you're going to pay me and we're going to put it out there as money and people are going to treat it as money because we look really rich. 
but nobody's coming to, to collect. They weren't really collecting on these things. So they were able to do this amongst their, their class, and that's how they ended up being rich. Because if you put out a piece of paper and pay for a beaver belt, a pelt, just, yeah, five shillings, take the beaver pelt, send it to London, turn it into a jacket, and then you get silver for it, and you just keep doing that, you're going to have a lot of silver and have not paid out anything. And the, and the bills of exchange they were putting out here in Canada with the Hudson Bay Company, how to collect, you had to walk, because there's no cars, to the Hudson Bay, a fort on the west side of the Hudson Bay. And there they would take the, the, you know, the piece of paper that, that said one pound or five shillings or whatever it was, turn it into a bill of exchange. Then you had to take that bill of exchange to London, England and present it there. And then they had 60 days to actually come up with silver. Mm -hmm. So how many of these pieces of paper do you ever think got paid? And yet beaver pelts were going out of here and all, you know, diamonds and what, like whatever. All the resources were going so out on paper and they were paying for it with paper. They've just taken so that, it almost. that. Yeah, they took that little scam and turned it into a worldwide scam with the whole banks and the whole, like it's all, all the same thing. Well, so they, it almost yeah. sounds like we still have a caste system uh, worldwide. Yeah, except <laughs> here's here's the problem. They, here's their, mm -hmm. They were so greedy. Well, how can we make this more? Well, let's turn everybody into merchants and then we'll get them signing pieces of paper and we'll keep it all. So in their stupidity, they turned us all into merchants. That's the birth certificate name. It happened right around the, uh, right after the depression. They they took the money off gold. Okay, we're gonna have all these people printing all this money for us, and now we can turn it around on them. And there's that's the thing. Well, that, I, I, I well, never there's... thought of it that angle that we are all the new merchant class because of that. Uh, yeah, uh, brilliant. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I was just going to say, I thought in the other idea is that we are the beneficiary with that straw man. And also our, our natural name is the grantor. And then they're supposed to just be our trustee. Uh, that in their, This is in their twisted head, right? And that, but we're supposed to be the beneficiary. And, and in exchange of the rights, we get these services and benefits and all that. Um, but yeah, that is interesting. We're all the merchants. Um, and of course, in 1933 in the US, you know, we were uh, made uh, incapable of paying debts because they took all the gold away. Exactly. So, yeah. So think about that. Like, we'll go back to the story where the merchants were all like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm never going to come and collect from you. They just took it to a whole other level. But they had to actually remove the gold. Otherwise, if we ever did catch on, somebody's got to come up with this gold. So they just went, yep, no gold. We're just pass paper around. But it all funnels towards the banks and towards the banking families, all up to the top of the pyramid. So, Cal, here in the States, um, the way they got themselves to get out of jail free card when they took the gold away, uh, they passed House Joint Resolution 192. Uh, are you aware of that one? Yep. Yeah, which which basically put us into a prepaid account because they had to do that if they took away our means and subjected us to uh, uh, you know, a monopoly species of money, then that's basically slaving, uh, trafficking and slaves. So, but then quickly they you know, came up with the birth certificate and contracted us, but we still live in a prepaid status if uh, at least here in the States, I don't know if it's different up here 
Nope. Uh, and can, but, she, but you have to, you have to know there's something to revert to. Yeah, it's they took the money off gold here, like actually two months before HDR 192. They did it with what's called an order in council. So it happened in April here. It uh -huh. happened in, in June in um, in 1933. And it's everywhere. Like the, the, there is no, uh, there's a few places that started to put their money back on gold. And then, you know, like JFK started it and Gaddafi started it and you know you, you start to see the picture here all yeah. the axis all the axis of evil are all the people who aren't on the central all the countries that aren't on the central banking system they don't like it they want full control of the money system so they can't have any rogues out there well they can, you know, they can do whatever to a country, but they, they, they can't get all us people in every country. And we're all just like in houses and like, they can't blow up building seven to get rid of all the bills. Probably though, why right. they want to um, eradicate a lot of population because true inflation is population because with each new birth certificate, it's inflating the supply. <laughs> well, it's part of the problem is they are constantly hoarding the money so you, you as new people come in you have to cr create new debt like yeah. okay you know you can only come up with so many ways to, cr to create debt and it just starts to to balloon out and, th and then it has to correct or they have to correct it and um so it's it's a it's a flawed system it it it's it it's designed well it's not by design it's designed by greed but it cannot continue like it, it's not it, it's not it, it can't continue perpetually it's it's based on on debt so you have to create all these different ways of creating debt so as what they do is uh like as far as you you're the beneficiary of the of the uh, trust they create these things called statutes and if you drive uh one mile an hour past this number then we're going to give you a ticket and that's they pull that out because that's to your benefit. Yeah. Oh, you got this ticket. Okay. Well, well. So they create all these things where you're somehow indebted so that they can steal from your trust account because they're the trustee. So it's just a it's just a big scam. And once you see it, it's a house of cards, and we can we can create a herd of elephants that just knocks it down, man. It's fragile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the fragility is mostly related to the uh, to the fact that on day one, they went against natural law. They went against God. So they seed their own souls of destruction, uh, their own seeds of destruction right from the get go. They did. Um, they you know, now it, if we could get back to your notice of uh, liability a little bit, you know, a lot of people. Uh, you know, I've shared a lot of technologies and things along the way with people. And the first question I always get is, well, am I going to get in trouble for doing something like this? Could I That's could I actually go and ask, uh, like, let's say I'm the guy, right? Let's go through my, this might be a good practice to tie into what Bear's saying. So Perfect. Um, I've spoken about this in public, but, um, you know, we live in this gorgeous, natural wilderness area, right? In a tiny town and what I loved about here when I moved here is there's like no cell service because there's no cell towers and you feel it. You feel amazing here. And at the farm, especially because they don't even have any electricity around 25 miles from the closest electrical grid. 
But here, um, so we got, I found out by literally running up the mountain here um, that uh, I noticed that uh, there's an individual who owns some property up in the mountain here who was able to purchase it. I don't know how. There were some areas where they could buy because most of this is is actual national forest land. And they were um, had a bunch of uh, bulldozers bo uh, bulldozing down the second growth, beautiful firs and, uh, you know, old growth forests. So what is going on here? And uh, I found out asking a neighbor that this guy actually sold out to a local tele, well, not local, huge multinational, multinational telecom company, Verizon, to put a cell tower in of all things. And my neurology got shocked, right? I went right into like anger and fear and I want to just blow this thing up. <laughs> it's like even considering like dynamite. Um, but, it, you know, and that's that good anger you have. So I, I actually went to peace and realized, well, one, I'm going to get as much organized around this as I can and, and that sort of technology. But two, I want to go into process. I want to go into some some lawful process. And actually, I reached out to Josh Del Sol or he saw my post on Instagram and said, you got to hit up Cal and do InPower. This is what InPower is built for. So now I, here I am. I'm ready to sign up for InPower. Could you walk us through, Cal? Like, what am I going to go through in terms of the actual process through using InPower to to? And what is what's the ultimate sort of path I'm going to take to notice uh, this person? And I first I got to find out even who this person is. They're kind of anonymous. They don't live in our neighborhood. I believe they live down in the town and own this property. Uh, but yeah, you want to give us a little four-on-one on how that process works. Yeah. So first you have to join. You have to be a member. Uh, it's a private, um, it's actually a church. And then Empower is a, a integrated auxiliary as far as the government of the United States is concerned. That's how they view us. But we're really a church protected by the U.S. Constitution. So we're immune to all laws. So there's a protection by joining. And then, um, and then everything's in the private. So we're not doing anything in the public. I mean, I speak, but there's there's no nothing, uh, you know, being said or or done. So in your case, you can go to land titles and find that who owns it. That that's pr that pretty simple. Um, and then, so as you come in, you will be picking probably the five uh, G NOL because it's a cell tower. Um, you will have to find your respondents who you're going to send to. So there'll be four of them. I would send to probably the property owner, possibly, because it looks like he just did this for this reason. So there's a there's an intent. And, I do, yeah, uh, I do know some backstory of a neighbor who spoke with this gentleman and said that he was just like, oh, they offered to put in because um, this is going to be like a retirement home he's putting up there, which is sad. He's decided to put his home next. He's going to have a very short retirement. Um, and he, uh, they, the utility has agreed to pay for all his infrastructure. You know, they're going to put in all his electric lines and his sewer and all that. So it's yeah. like in exchange for that, I'll, I'll just throw up a tower. It's for him. He thinks this is doing the town a service because it's providing us with telecommunications, which we didn't have before. Well, I will, I will tell you, Mike, that a lot of people are going to see it that way. Just, just so you know, you might be, uh, you know, yeah. the one fish swimming the, the opposite direction. Um, so because a lot of people are going to want the cell service, especially uh, among the younger generation. So they're going to think this is a good thing. So, but that said, so you would find your, res find your respondents. You have to submit them to us so that we vet them for you. That's there's a vetting process. And that's again, is to keep everybody safe and make sure they're not getting out there on the edge. 
we've we've been through all this so we and so then the your respondents in a database so now we're tracking everything we're tracking their their address their name their how much they've been billed like everything starts to we're, wow. you know yeah so it starts to become a, a thing and um so once they're vetted when you're ready to do this you need two witnesses uh anybody over 18 you can be your wife and your kids or or whatever or the and um and then you need a notary because there's an affidavit so you get your mail stamps um book your notary thing have your witnesses come down sign it put it in the mail and then you have to come back say that you put it in the mail on your date that date will start becomes uh for oh, 15 days ahead of that date becomes your new effective date of the whole process so it's based on that on that action of the mail going to uh into the post office so by the time you get to the third round you go and and if they go into default we go back to that that date that's the start date of the billing so so that's an important piece then you have to get proof of delivery from your post office because we we don't want uh we're trying to keep everything on the up and up and being able to verify that these things have happened so you use certified but, mail yep uh and there's a different one now that they found because we've had registered I no registered register. you don't want you don't want to have a signature because that ends up uh causing more problems than it's than it's solving so so sorry uh a signature on their end or yeah is that what you're talking about you yeah don't we want don't anyone wanna... to sign no can you explain that to me what happens is the the person's not there and then the mail carrier brings it back to the post office and then and then sends a notice okay um, you gotta come oh, down natives don't come down and get it right so it, it kinda, which i've had happen to me by the way yeah so we want to avoid yeah. all these little tricks that these people are do trying to dodge a mail you know make them uh, less available so i think it's called priority mail for you there's a there's a and there's two different ones so um, you know uh Cal, sorry to interrupt, but uh, we started using also private couriers, you know, as long as, uh, you know, you have a, a tracing number and so forth. But anyway, yeah. uh, go ahead. Yeah. So we use the post office because the post office is a jurisdiction. It's ancient. Right. It's recognized everywhere in the world. There's a whole postal union and all like all that stuff. So it is a jurisdiction in and of itself. So we prefer even if it's USPS and not yeah. the US post office. Yeah, they're still operating under the post office. It's a, an agency. Think of it that way. So it's okay. still okay. it's yeah. It's funny. I, okay. I was going to bring up about Postmaster General, which I won't forget because I want to tag on a question on that. But OK. Yeah. So we've yeah, people have have used the Postmaster Gen, um, and gone all the way up to Washington, D.C. And, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, the poop starts running the other way. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So we we, we you get your your um, your proof of delivery on all four of your things. And then the next round opens up. So at that point. Uh, you have to give Three them four. Rounds. Yep, you have to give them fourteen days in between, and which we push to seventeen because there's always uh, people who are Johnny on the spot and go right on the day, and then mail passes. So we put a buffer in there to slow that down, and then you move to the next round, and that's just repeat. You know, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Get to um, notice a default. At that point, you are now in the billing rounds, and the bills start coming out. So. Uh, there's a 30 day after your de default, the the uh, the thing will open up for you, and you start to bill. 
And uh, just for folks that don't know, and, and tell me if it's any different uh, where you're at, but if you notarize it and go through the whole notice, uh, give them an opportunity to cure, and then finally default, uh, if they haven't made good, then it's a judgment in the private. And I would suggest to everybody that you want to keep your affairs private and not have to go to some public referee in order to settle affairs that all adults should be able to uh, uh, you know, settle themselves. So you've already won and don't even need to go into the public. Is that true? No, exactly. So we don't want anybody going into court. Mm -hmm. And we say it very clearly in the document itself. And um, it's it's already adjudicated by the administrative process in, in the private and in the public. You could go and get a, a judicial review, but the, you know, the courts are corrupt and you're going to have to have some skill in there to get that to happen. And we just don't want anybody um, touching the court like, uh it's so too many variables too many yeah, yeah. It, so like stay yeah, over change. here and yeah. just throw stuff out on the ship just throw yeah. paper out there stay over here on the dock is how we you know the, the the proper role of a judge is to impartially um witness and so a notary is doing the same thing so you yes. could even like a notary as a judge in the private yes yeah, so we have notaries on the affidavit for sure and you have the option to put it right on your process if you want but you know mm -hmm. it's, it starts to become costly so it's not mm -hmm. necessarily but it's it's a good idea to have it on your process it, it so, definitely adds to it yeah so a question here so the first notice is one asking for remedy and it's an affidavit of facts right you're putting forth like why you're there the damages or the trespassing right against you i assume have you ever had any issues yet where they've responded with their own uh, conditional acceptance or anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I was well, just if you, if you stick had to a bona in your back pocket for that. <laughs> if you well, stick to a bona fide statement of facts and it's only facts, and if you're clever enough, the only way they can rebut it is by perjuring themselves, and they'll never do that. No. And, and see, here's the beauty of it. Prove a weapon is safe. Prove to me a gun is safe. You can't. It's designed to send a bullet out the end of the barrel. It's like, that's what it does. It's never going to be safe unless you pull it apart. Yeah. I only bring that up because this is going back to Bear's question. Can you get in trouble? Right. Because no. I think that's where people have fear is like, oh, is this going to because people don't like conflict. People don't like having to, you know, and that's what I think one of the services you're offering here is you're kind of helping ease people into the awareness of their power. Right yes. into the fact that the law is here to serve you, because as long as you are morally in the right and you are uh, in, in uh, awareness and uh, sticking true to rightness and reason, then you're good. There's nothing to be afraid of. Exactly. So it's it, what we found is nobody has come into any kind of trouble um, if they did the document as written. And those that thought they were clever enough to change it almost always got into some kind of trouble. The only trouble I ever got into was because of my own mistakes. Yeah. And, but back then we had to go through that in order to learn. But the good news is this generation now hopefully has learned. And uh, so, yeah, so you don't have to go through what we went through, which is why I love what you're doing because it's uh, just expediting, you know, people right into the next level of knowledge without having to take any arrows.
Exactly, because I took all the arrows and did the jail time and got mm -hmm. pepper sprayed and all that stuff. So I've been, I've, I've made all those mistakes and learned mm -hmm. from it and went, okay. And then once I got to the place where the judges are running out of the room, I went, okay, I think I'm, I might be there. And then, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> and so it, it, it just became very clear. No, I'm, I'm there. And so then learn more, you know, get more solid. And so there's, the the document is written with everything that I know, and, I, and it doesn't mean I know everything, but everything that I do know is in that document. Like everything that I experienced, every little trick, I use, you know, all their word magic against them, um, you know, wording, all that stuff is in there. And it, and they, th those at the top can see it. They know exactly what, what's happening to them. And they know that there's no out because it's their thing. It's their own stuff like yeah. we're defaulting them with their own stuff like they have to drink it so I and if keep... you watch some of the meetings at davos you know and uh, just recently and listen to some of the the talks that these elitists uh are you know putting out there yeah, they're freaked out yes, they know they, they know they're in trouble they are uh so i just wanted to con finish this then so i'll just follow this to its conclusion right so now we're on the second notice we're starting to bill for default um and then uh where where do we go from there so the billing um just like i said there's other people involved with this and they we had trouble with the with the application the way it was because we kind of hijacked something not hijacked we pay for it but we pushed it this this application to its beyond its limits it wasn't designed to have this octopus of options and you know and tracking everything it so it it really bogged down because it would have to pick information from the first document to get and so it just became like so <laughs> so the, the the guys um that are that are clever and all this they they created a loop so that it was quick and so uh, a happenstance of that is, is that we can bill continuously. Mm. And I went, billing continuously? That means we can bill all of the current wealth out of the out of the earth. All of it. And I saw like that what sounds they're lofty, doing. but I'm telling you, it's we have we can actually do this. We have the capability. We just need the numbers, and that's it. Well, so the okay. idea is because you're, I assume you're never going to, you're not really hearing anything. Second notice, like it's going to <laughs> no. dead ears, right? So then you go to the third notice. Um, so I'm just curious. I'm just going back to my example, like getting this. So uh, eventually they're going to have to take notice, right? I mean, obviously, they have to take this. They have the billing's to take... getting crazy. Yes, because the billing starts happening. And those that understand what a bill of exchange is know what's going on. There's a piece of paper with very large numbers on it, and their name is the debtor. They're the draw. <laughs> they're the drawee. And that piece of paper is negotiable. And so means, for, means for it can get into anybody's hands at any time. And if say if it got in the hands of the IRS, they can collect. So not only the IRS, I was just going to say, when you know how to turn the tables, the IRS, we used to use the IRS to collect 
on our behalf. I know. And we actually succeeded a bunch I, of times. I know. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> and I think other people uh, that are no more than me that we're sending to, they know this too. And that's why they're freaking out. And there was one guy in Australia, Premier, he had death threats. And, the, you know, the police said, you know, you should probably move and go into protection. No, no, no. And he was being fast-tracked to be the prime minister. Got these notices. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. See ya. Bye. Why? Um, <laughs> tired. Sold his house. Went dark. Wouldn't do that when he had death threats. Hopefully he went light. <laughs> All I'm saying is he, he went, like, cut everything. Yeah. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of people bug out in the last few years, banks, CEOs, all those sorts of folks. So let me, uh, sorry, Mike, I just want to ask one more question. Um, actually it's a big subject. Uh, do you see any value in individuals doing status corrections and all that sort of thing? Or yeah, is I it, I think necessary? so. I no, it's not mm -hmm. necessary, not, not for our process. Mm -hmm. Um, but mm -hmm. it does get you over that inertia that you know that fear and like it's just yeah. another another way of like pushing like testing like you were talking you know as you mm -hmm. were earlier um you know earlier in your life they they get to push on the on the thing a little bit and it's really you mm -hmm. know yeah not much can happen there so i i, yeah. I recommend people do it because it does mm -hmm. get you engaged and you, then you start to feel okay uh, that wasn't bad like i'm not bleeding Yes. What I like about the process, it is, uh, you know, just more of a spiritual unfoldment, actually, because what you're doing is formally noticing that, no, I don't belong to you. And, uh, you know, then you learn a lot in the process how the system works and that you do have options. So whether it's absolutely necessary to prevail in, you know, what we're talking about here, I, I think there's some value to it. Yes. Uh, you know, people are asking me all the time. I'm like, well, you know, tune in and see how it feels. Yeah, that, I, I I recommend people do it just for the experience and just to, mm -hmm. just to do it. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it's okay to be a merchant it, once you understand how, <laughs> yeah. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Use the rights and, I mean, use the benefits and privileges when you need to. You know, play on the Monopoly board when you want and then know who you really are when you need to be off the Monopoly board. Um, yeah. So to final, so have you guys had, just to kind of finalize on my scenario, Obviously. So have you guys had success? You really actually? want to get rid of that cell tower, don't you, Mike? <laughs> well, I, I think this is a great, this is a wonderful example for that. This is actually a practical, real thing. This is, we're, we're leaving the world, we're leaving the realm of sort of uh, philosophical, you know, just pondering, and this is actually being used. So have you guys had towers that have been taken down or decommissioned through this yeah, process? Or, yeah, and or moved somewhere else. Um, okay. no, and, but it's not 100%, but don't get, I don't want to blow yeah. smoke up anybody's um, rear end. It's it's not 100%, It, but there is an effect to this. So it's just really numbers and pushing on this thing till it, till we collapse it. That's that's what we're doing. And so these, these little wins help you uh, to feel like you're, like something's happening. So, eventually it will be a, a colossal win and um it's just it's just numbers so yes we have had meters change back we've had um towers canceled towers moved to another location um 
Well, especially in my case, because this gentleman will, you know, if it gets to him, he'll see, well, I'm being billed all this. And the whole reason why I'm having this tower on here is because they want to cover, my, they're going to cover some expenses for me to have some infrastructure built. This is starting to not make economic sense. Why? And someone's pretty upset about this in my neighborhood. Hopefully it doesn't go postal on me. But because um, the, the thing is, when you're doing this, you are going, you are stating your name and who you are yep. in yep. the record. So people, that's, the, I guess, one thing you have to be aware of is people in town. Like if you live in a small town like mine, people will be like, oh, there goes Mike again. He's a rebel rouser causing problems. But um, I have no problem standing up and explaining to them the health impact that they're going to have from this tower being right in our backyard versus put it on the top, you know, at least go put, if you really want to go put it on the top of the mountain, you know, not literally in our backyard. Um, but okay, well, that's great to know. I'm, I'm going to start it. And we, you did mention Cal that we're going to have a special discount link for our community, right. For this wave. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm wondering if Boa actually, I did email him to send okay. it to you. Um, I have my email. Uh, I'll check my email. But either way, I, I bring that up because we'll put that in the show notes below, guys. So there'll be a special link here. Um, I'll see if he sent it to me right now. Um, oh, wonderful. I just got an email from the California DMV. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, Are you going to get the new smart ID? <laughs> it never ends, huh? Um, so it's, it's right here driver's license. Cause I don't drive commerce. Um, okay. here's the link right here. So it's HTTPS colon double slash www.empowermovement.org. I'll put it in the show notes right now. Alphabetic. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay guys. So just go to empower, uh, empowermovement.org forward slash alphabetic. You'll get your discount. Uh, and yeah, let's get the big wave going because obviously I think a lot of people, the smart meters thing just blows. I was very educated me about my power and that. So when they were finally making that change here with Pacific power, I just put up a do not no trespassing sign. And I put a lock on the box and everything. And they could, they just actually ended up calling me and I just opted in. I'm paying $20 extra a month for them to, and it's fine. It means they I'm giving someone a job. They have the meter person come through and manually check it every month. I actually hook them up. I offer them coffee. I'm like, sweet, dude, come on on my property. Um, take my meter reading. Um, Bear doesn't have that problem because he doesn't have to um, contract with any utility. Actually, companies. my wife is a meter reader here. Whenever I leave the lights on too long, she busts me <laughs> on it because uh, it's draining the batteries. Um, the I, I voice will, of reason. I will bring this up. I think you may have a fifth category. Cal, um, a fifth category with uh, Mr. Elon Musk talking about how Neuralink, their first uh, trial has started, and now they're trying to interface uh, technological stuff into the human body. That may be the next one to stop. No, because, it's, that's yeah. all in the that's all in the five G one. The five G okay. one we call it five G, but it's actually wireless radiation. So uh, we get into all that stuff. When we were studying the, the when we were actually writing the the five G NOL, we were studying all the all the technology, and we knew about the uh, Internet of Bodies and all that stuff. And there was a, a few um, choices at that time of how they were going to do this. So there was uh, different research on uh, you know how to accomplish this. 
and one of them was vaccines. And while we're writing this document, COVID comes and I went, there it is. Like the very day, they're going vaccine on this, on the 5G thing. Within a year, vaccines were out. So it, it, we knew it was coming. But it's all connected. Yeah. All four of those agendas are connected. They're, yeah. they're literally one thing. But to to try and tell people that are new to this, that this one thing, they, they their head can't handle it. So there's people who really are passionate about vaccines or people who are passionate about the you know the the smart meters and people passionate about the uh, spraying in the air but they don't really know that they're it's all one big thing the beautiful thing is uh when they roll out the next pandemic which they're trying to do right now we're ready for them i mean there's just too many people that number one know better and also too many people that are learning how to counter it with legal process so wonderful yeah yeah they went early in my opinion because as we were studying the 5G, the 5G was the uh, was the cornerstone of that. That's how they got people to fall like that. And um, exactly, yes, but they didn't have enough of it up at the time, so they went early. And I think it had to do with mm -hmm. a certain president that was that might have gotten in. So uh, they, I think I think they went early. So they weren't able to kill enough people quick enough with the 5G to blame it on the yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we have um, some pretty high fluting folks behind the veil, too, that are on our side, which uh, makes me uh, more confident that uh, evil shall not succeed. Absolutely. This and the document goes into that. It starts with that. It says this matter is before the watchers. And mm -hmm. for those that understand that this we, this is being adjudicated outside of this realm. And and that's yeah. a real thing. Uh, we couldn't. You know, just just go with that because again, people would be like, oh, I don't know, that sounds nutty. So <laughs> we go right down into statute law, even though there's no remedy yeah. there. Um, yeah. A little bit of remedy in in constitutional law, but then once you get into commerce, boom, the, the remedy's there because it's money, and uh, they speak the word. You know, they speak the language of money uh, in all of these uh, all of these uh, agendas. So it's all money driven. Or well, here in the States, there's no Article Three courts. There's only commercial courts. That's why judges, you know, as soon as patriots go in and start screaming about their constitutional rights, the judge just says, get out of here. It has nothing to do with anything. And they're actually 100% correct. They are correct. And people think that the Constitution is gone. It's not gone. It's just not um, applicable in that business that is running a court yep. service. That's how you got to yep. look at it. It's like going and saying, using the Constitution on the Judge Judy show. It it doesn't apply there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a TV show, and, and that's what it is. And yeah, there's an, an adjudication, but the parties have to agree, and they're, I imagine they have to sign a contract that thick. And you can't talk about that kind of stuff in there. Like, they just, it's not, that's not what it is. Well, this whole thing's a TV show, and uh, we're, we've caught on, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, they want to do the next reset. So the reset's coming. We uh, need to take the opportunity, because we have the dominant position, to be in control on the other side of this reset. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I can see it uh, every 200 years, because they, bef before now, we uh, say around the... 1800s that's when they put in the constitutional 
monarchies, which was just right after the American Revolution. So it kind of pacified mm -hmm. people because the, the vote came in and we had some kind of say and, and it wasn't a monarchy, but they still had constitutional monarchies everywhere else, right? It's like, what is that? It's an oxymoron. And before that, it was monarchies and like 200 years before that and these massive corporations like the East India Trading Company and the Hudson Bay Company and the um, Virginia Company, Dutch Trading Company, um, th they were running things as governments. Like they literally went into places and kind of controlled things. Well, the, the, yeah, the Dutch turned into the English trading company when there was a little intermarriage between royalty and the two, uh, you know, monarchies. And then it came to the States and yeah, you know, it's just all the same folks. Yeah. And, and, and the whole tea thing was that's the East India trading company. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. They like, you can't come in here and have a monopoly and, uh, oh yes, we can. Cause we got this document from the King. <laughs> So, you know, it, it started that. And I think I, I'm not sure if the, you know, the American Revolution was on purpose or, but it did change everything because then they saw the model. Okay. They're, they're kind of pacified if they, if they have this vote thing. Right. And uh, you know, everybody settled down. So um, that's what they instituted here in, in Canada and everywhere else because people were shooting at the Hudson Bay company. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like here in the States, the MAGA movement, uh, you know, I behind it as far as it's uh, instilling kind of the old spirit in people and take the country back, make America great again and everything. Uh, on the other hand, I know darn well, we're still uh, fighting about who we're going to put in or install for the next um, corporate <laughs> um, CEO and uh it, you know it really doesn't matter it's still us but just like the revolutionary war i i agree um the brits never backed off they no. never conceded defeat uh they just said that's okay we're still going to own you guys so whether or not that was a plan in the first place or they actually had to back off and do it a little bit more subtle uh either way we win in the end exactly yeah so i don't know which is which but i agree 100 that they they did get it back uh through bankruptcy through uh, commerce and um all that so you know he, we well, are the war of are, eight, yeah no i was just gonna say the war of 1812 you know how many people uh graduating from school now have ever heard about that or what it was about the brits came in and literally raised the 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 capital of this country to the ground because uh, the colonists had the audacity to throw out the first attempt at a uh, national bank. And so the British just came, I mean, it, it goes deep. We could talk about it well, forever as far as what was really behind that, but they just invaded us on our shore, burnt the place down and then left and said, screw you guys. So uh, just in case uh, at that point, we think that we got rid of them forever, that should be a good indication to Americans if they knew their history. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, it's all yeah. about money. It's all about central bank and controlling uh, this thing, this stuff called money. I was going to say not to mention the real 13th Amendment, which actually, which actually makes all these lawyers who are presidents um, treasonous in a way, right? Because they're with the British uh, Bar British, Association. Yeah. So think of all of those presidents who are lawyers who made all of these uh, signed all these laws. If you actually were to go back to the original 13th Amendment, all of that would go away. 
Yeah. Which is just like mind blowing. <laughs> Think about that. And, and of course, we're not talking about all our. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're not, of course, talking about all our good friends from Great Britain. We're talking about the uh, folks that usurped the crown in the first place and aren't even British, never were. So, you know, we've all been kind of old. So, and the, uh, and the central bank over there too, like in the yeah. city of yeah. London, that, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and why the 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 you know Queen Elizabeth would always have to curtsy to the mayor of the city of London is the only person she did have to bow to. So uh, before we, I mean, this has been a, a really fun conversation and informative. Uh, right after here, I'm going to join up. I'm really enthused about that. Uh, is there anything else that we haven't covered here? Anything about what you're up to or topics you'd like to um, get out before we finish up? um no uh, i mean we we do we're you know we're in the process of trying to come up with white uh paper on how to um take the value like i said we're up to three billion dollars right now um mm. and give it back to the people so you know we're, mm. we want to do do that we don't want to sell anything we want to give it back to the people that's our that's our goals take the wealth from the current system give it back to the people it was theirs in the first place so um and we believe god is uh, on this and it's foretold in revelation 18 which is the name of our church and so that's our moniker is revelation 18 and that's the fall of babylon and and um so the instructions are there what to do we're doing it and once we do our part then those outside the veil will do their part and uh, we can move on brilliant michael anything uh more on your end no, this has been a great discussion, and uh, I'm really excited to do the process myself um, as I claim what my true authority is over <laughs> the land and the sea and the air and the heavens above. Uh, and I really thank you, Cal, for putting in the decade and more of work to um, allow for this to come forward. It's really exciting. I remember Josh Del Sol telling me about this uh, before uh, the the Corona uh, <laughs> nonsense and uh, man, it's crazy to think it's 2024 now. Of course, yeah, their their whole vision is 2030, right? That's why they're yeah. in such a rush here yeah. uh, for that reset, um, which in their mind is sort of what the China model is, and people opting into their <clears throat> corporate slavery through the digital apparatus of the virtual systems and the tie-in with the robotics and AI and all that. Um, and yeah, it's just like, nope, we're going back to nature and understanding what our true power is. And uh, it's really quite effortless when you know who you truly are. And um, I look forward to uh, keeping you all uh, apprised of my journey through this process. Um, you can follow us on our telegram, but more importantly, I'll be keeping people up to date in the private, uh, on our new private platform at alphavedic.com forward slash join dash us. Um, that is our new private community. Uh, Cal, if you're interested in joining that, uh, throw you over a free lifetime subscription just to be in there. It's really wonderful, Absolutely. man. People are, are love are to really, see you back there. Yeah. Um, people are really using it, and we cover all avenues of the reality spectrum from health and wellness to law to history to um, all the fun stuff in between. 
uh, people posting, you know, fun, wholesome movies and comedy and stuff that uh, fits within our culture. So really, that's how we take it back, right? It's yeah, we do the process, but then we create what is in alignment with the natural law, with the universal law of consciousness and God and all that good stuff. So, and being in peace. Yes. So, um, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Cal, thanks again for being with us and all that you do. And Mike, uh, you know, I've got your back. I will be over in your neighborhood, uh, whenever you need me and I will be strapped. So, uh, have no worries. You may need to be one of my witnesses. I know my dad is going to be. You may, sure you may need to be one of his witnesses. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much for going in peace, right? <laughs> uh, love you guys. Hey, right. thanks again for joining us in powermovement.org forward slash alpha Vedic. Uh, go join today. Be a part of the wave. Let's uh, make the change that we all know in our, in our hearts has um, already happened. Yep. And remember to get outside, get your feet in the dirt, go plant something, go for a hike, uh, show Mother Nature some love. She'll show it right back. We are in control. We are the divine creators. And um, as soon as spring comes, we'll be flourishing again, bearing that on the farm. Uh, lots of fun stuff to bring you guys from the farm. My new Shisandra berries, by the way, that I planted last year, I was a little bit worried about them making it through the next season. They're all budding and coming up, so we'll have some... Uh, some good stuff to make in the lab for this next year. Sorry to interrupt. Finish um, up, Mike. Oh, that was exactly what I was getting at. Um, and uh, can't wait to educate y'all on the spagyrics that Bear's been doing. And those products will be coming out to our private membership only. Uh, we're excited about that. And really going more as Cal, as you already are and what we've been doing. Uh, you know, we do commerce in the public as an actual full brick and mortar e-commerce site, but we also have our private side. So unique in that way that we're doing, you know, we have a pretty sizable operation now all off grid that's in the public. And then we also have the private side and uh, it's a, a wonderful model based on um, permaculture and uh, sort of natural law. Well, on natural law, and we hope to inspire others to follow in that same path. So uh, you can find out more about that at alphabetic.com. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Uh, and uh, remember to go support Cal and everything they're doing. Thanks. Cheers.